Hi, this is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. Guys, I want to thank you so much for your continued support. My new supporters, new subscribers, whether you are new, you just so happen to stumble across my audio podcast, or you've been with me since the very beginning. I want to thank you all so much for allowing me to continue to pour into you and invest in your spirit um, as I have thus far. For everyone who has been on my newsletter um, sign up list, I thank you all so much. Your feedback and your <laughs> your consistency when it comes to expressing how my words affect you really warms my spirit in a way that I can't even verbalize. And that's hard for me to even say, because I always have something to say, as you all know. But no, seriously, I if you're not on the newsletter, um, I call them love letters. But if you are not signed up, I would highly recommend that you do so, because even though you are on my audio podcast, I some people really, really appreciate um what I verbalize or what I put in literature as far as writing when it comes through email. So if you are wanting to be on that newsletter, you can do so. Everyone who has been on the newsletter were on the newsletter prior to the launch of the audio podcast because it was an exclusive um, audio series for people who signed up for the newsletter only. And it is not until recently that I was open to the forum of it being a podcast. So the audio series went technically for five weeks, but we have gone on for almost nine months (laughs) because no one wanted me to stop. So the supporters and the subscribers have grown tremendously and I'm super humbled and grateful and thankful For everybody who continues to reach out to me and email me and let me know how my words and how my ability to inspire you actually does work. So I'm really thankful for that. Really grateful for that. Today's um, newsletter that went out, which I call Love Letters again, it went out. The last one was about a month ago. I did inform everybody about a month ago that I would limit those to about a month once a month, because I would go to daily doses of energy, which would be every single day posting or as if not every single day, every other day, um, at least five times a week posting um, daily doses of energy of inspiration, because I felt in my spirit that was that was something that God was pushing me to do. And so I would limit my Internet time as far as the email (laughs) newsletter goes, because that also requires me to be very transparent. It's not just typing up something. I'm not a keyboard thug or right? I'm a thug in real life. And I'm just, I, I'm not a, a person who just loves to be on the internet. Like I really do value face-to-face time. And for me, since I'm not able to be face-to-face with everybody, this audio podcast is a very, um, it's something that I really enjoy because I really like to speak And I like to reach people and I love when what I'm stating really connects with everybody the way that it has. So that is another part of my baby. It's something that I truly, truly, really, really love to do. Today's newsletter was about 
It was titled Interconnected Soul Unions. And the feedback that I got on that newsletter, which is no different from the feedback that I get on any of them, because y'all always email me once I I release an email, but today's email really hit home for people that I didn't even know read the emails. Like, I I mean, I try my hardest not to look at analytics and all of that kind of stuff because I'm not doing this for monetary value, even though there is so much potential in it. There is so, I mean, people are really, I don't maximize on, on people's journey to healing. I feel like I don't, I don't want to do that until God puts in me. That's what I need to do. I I mean, I have a nonprofit organization for a reason. Like, I just feel like this is something I'm supposed to do. And the amount of people who have gravitated to me and the amount of donations that I've received. I mean, I'm very thankful and grateful for that as well. But that's not even anything I speak about. But I'm just super grateful and thankful that I'm able to assist and pour into people the way that I am. Today was on my spirit. Yesterday, the Taurus full moon, I didn't do a daily dose of energy, the daily dose of energy for. Wait, yesterday I did do a daily dose of energy, the daily dose of energy for there was no day. No, there wasn't a daily dose of energy for there was a daily dose of energy for the Taurus full moon. There was not a daily dose of energy for Wednesday and. Which was yesterday, so I um, felt. And I don't know why I just didn't really want I I don't feel energetically that I was in that kind of space to really I I don't know. Maybe I was getting um, intuitive hits or or downloads or whatever, but there was a lot going on energetically, even though it was really still for me. Right. Um, I was nudged to write that today because we are just two weeks away from Thanksgiving and in the moment of reflection at Thanksgiving, you think about Thanksgiving, you think about the holidays, the holidays become a very stoic place for a lot of people to be in emotionally because it has so many highs and lows. And unless you have a true, like some people get super excited about fall and autumn because of pumpkin, right? Pumpkin patches and all that and pumpkin spice. And I don't even like pumpkin. So that's not a reason for me to like it. But for people who have experienced grief and loss, the seasons of holiday season, when you are bound to be inside you it's cold outside the weather is not the most pleasant to be out you are you know uh, consumed to be inside people are getting ready for holidays people are getting ready to enjoy their families people are really excited about the union that takes place during the holiday season. People spend a lot of money during that season because you're buying gifts. And if you are someone who is on the opposite end, who has experienced a lot of sadness or internally you're battling a lot of sadness that a lot of people aren't aware of. And you go, you're going through those emotions of um, looking at everything that has lost, that you've lost. It could be a very sad season for you. It can be a season of depression. It can be a season where you feel isolated, even in the midst 
of a room full of people. You can feel so alone because what you're yearning for internally is void. And what a lot of people don't understand is at a table, when I speak about an interconnected soul union, right? And on the letter, it's a picture of people who are sitting at this table and there appears to be food of some sort, like a lot of foods, Thanksgiving, you know, festive holiday. When you think about a table setting and you think about the camaraderie that takes place at this table. Now, mind you, holidays also can bring drama. It can bring Everyone gets together under one roof or it's going to be bound to be something going on. Right. But the totality of it is there is a camaraderie amongst everybody who is unified at this table. And there is a sense of belonging. There is a sense of connecting. There is a sense of a union. So for people who are in their life every single day on this journey of making a table for themselves or being invited to a table, right? Being invited to a space where you are welcomed to just be. If you are someone who is in search of that, and that isn't present, that could be a very sad and depressing thing. It could be a very sad, I don't like to use the word depressing because I feel like people just throw that word around like a sad moment doesn't mean you're depressed, but there is a deep sadness that comes with feeling alone, especially when everybody is together. And I know what that feels like because I lost, as many of you know, I've had a lot of lost in the season of Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving hasn't always been my favorite season. And neither has Valentine's Day. I never liked Valentine's Day because growing up, my father made me and my sister, we couldn't go on dates on Valentine's Day with your boyfriend there. No, he he's going to spend Valentine with you. And every single Valentine's Day, he would buy us candy and bears. And not just for me and my sister, I'm or my sister and I, he would buy it for my grandparents, my grandmothers, my aunts. Like that's what he did for my mother as well. So the value of it changed as I got older because I started to appreciate the smaller parts of it opposed to the big glamorified date night, right? It's not about a date night. It's about being loved. It's about feeling like you are loved on this day when everyone in the world is vocalizing the love that they have for someone. Now, call it vain, call it, um, being, you know, um, to socialize worldly, call it whatever you want to call it. But the fact of the matter is there is a natural sense of wanting to belong when you see everyone around you is connected and you're not. So when I speak about interconnected union, the soul union is deeper than 
just saying you love someone. Right. It's the physicality removed because you're sitting at a table that you let's put yourself in a, in a sense where you're trying to build your own table. And you're trying to build a table filled with love, abundance, peace, happiness, joy. Like you want all the fluffy stuff at this table because it feels good. But the truth of the matter is, if you sit at a holiday table where you're eating with family, nothing is all peaches and creams. Yes, some people may be laughing. Some people may be in a really intense conversation. Somebody might be yelling across the table. You kids running all around. There's a lot of different things going on. But the fact of the matter is, is there is still an interconnectedness that is at this table because everyone here is chained in some way, form or shape together. And that is the beauty of having a table that is connected on a soul level, right? Doesn't mean that everything is good. Doesn't mean that everybody gets along. Doesn't mean that everybody's happy. Doesn't mean that people don't have their their problems. It just means that despite whatever we're facing on this day, at this time, we're connected together. So all our mess is with us, but we're here. And when you look at your journey throughout this year and you've been actively trying to subconsciously build a table, right? You've been trying to belong to someone's table. You know, you've been wanting to invite people to your table. You've been kicking people off of your table. You have been removing chairs from your table and you sit at the foot of your table or the head of your table and you realize there are empty seats here and the void of the space these empty seats take is equivalent to emptiness within your soul so when I put out the email today that said we are all we all share a table because physicality removed we are so connected Everyone is on a journey, a journey to better, a journey to belong, a journey to have an abundance in some area way of their life. But in order to really be open to sharing a table or conjoining a table with anyone else, there are some things that you have to reflect and move now. As much as I speak about the spiritual journey, because that is the foundation, right? That is the foundation of belonging to any type of life. Like you have to have a solid foundation. And for me, my foundation is my spirituality. It's my connection to the ether. It's my connection to God. It's my connection to everything that is within this world in a spiritual world, in a spiritual solar way, right? But that is not the only thing that cons- that that your table consists of. And table I'm saying as a metaphor for your life, your home, your your creation, right? Your foundation in a physical sense would be equivalent to your table. 
So at this table, if found, if your spirituality is the foundation and you're still trying to add people to this table and build onto this table, you still have other aspects that you have to add. So you have to add a place for forgiveness, a place for values, a place for relationships, a place for pain, a place for healing, a place for principles. You have to add these levels of self to this place so that you can actually build a solid table. In other words, it's Thanksgiving. You're going to grandma's house. You know there's going to be dressing. Well, this, okay, so I have a lot of different supporters. So this is like in a, uh, as y'all can tell, I don't know if you knew or not, but I'm African-American, okay? Black girl from the South, Dallas, Texas, by way of Oak Cliff. And where I am from, I have a very eclectic family, a big family, but regardless, I had great-grandparents and I have grandparents. And my grandparents, we have Southern cooking, okay? So at every Every holiday feast, you're going to have dressing, macaroni and cheese, not craft box, homemade, multiple different type of cheeses made from scratch, macaroni and cheese. You're going to have a ham. You're going to have a turkey. You're going to have, you know, all these different pies, cakes. You're going to have all these different things, right? So you're going to this table. Now, imagine... If you're going to this table and the macaroni is missing, the ham is missing, there's a vegan pasta and there's a green bean casserole. Now, I don't know about y'all family, but I had a green bean casserole at my family gatherings. Never. I don't remember there being a green bean casserole, but it's nothing against people who like green bean casserole. We just don't have green bean casserole at Thanksgiving. So if I go to the table and grandma has cooked this stuff, but the macaroni isn't there. Now, this is the one time a year that I give myself the opportunity to eat whatever I want to eat. And there is no macaroni and cheese. There's a green bean casserole and a vegan vegan dish. Something's missing, right? You're going to feel like, wait a minute, something is not connecting here. It's the same thing with your house, with your internal world and with with your table you're building. If you misplace forgiveness, even though everything appears to be wonderful, everyone is happy. It seems like a typical family get together. It doesn't matter because there's an aspect that's missing that's needed. Regardless to how many people are going to need it, somebody's going to need this and it's gone. It's not here. So that table isn't complete. And it's the same thing when it comes to your interconnected soul world. When you are dealing with healing and life and evolving and growing and transforming and you're transitioning into a better version of yourself, you cannot skip parts because they don't feel good. Or because you think they don't belong. Because it makes up the part of you that is the total picture. It's a total table here. You can't have a complete table when a leg of the table is missing. 
You can't have a full set table and there's no there's no dinnerware on the table. You have to be able to truly be able to see everything for what it is. When you're laying everything out on that table in a physical sense, you're able to see all the food that's there. Same thing when it comes to your healing and your life and your evolving and your growth. There's a part of yourself that has to be extremely vulnerable in order to be able to accept everything. You can't say you accept all parts of yourself when you're only showing the parts that are favorable. And that is the part of growth that is the most difficult. That is why when I say we are interconnected soul union, that means that on a soul level, we have one camaraderie and it doesn't matter if it looks different. The truth of the matter is whether my macaroni and cheese is made with white cheese or, or American cheese, Swiss cheese, mozzarella cheese, Parmesan cheese or, or vegan cheese, goat cheese, whatever different kind of cheeses you got. The fact of the matter is that this is still macaroni and cheese. It may not be my type of macaroni and cheese, but it's macaroni and cheese. And in order for us to put all the macaroni together, it all needs to be visible. I need to see all the ingredients that you put up in this macaroni and cheese so that we can see which dish we want to partake in. But when you have everything laid out and then you're hiding parts of it, there's an illusion there. And that's why so many of us get on these journeys of evolution and we get stagnant because we're not being truthful. We're not being honest. We're not being truly transparent in our own personal journeys. What we are expecting others to bring to the table, we're not bringing ourselves. And nothing is going to mirror us any opposite of what we're putting out. If you want what you give out, then you need to really be certain on what it is that you're giving out. Don't think that you're building this table or you're joining someone else's table and you're half-assing your truth. You have to be able to stand in your authenticity, no matter what it looks like, no matter if it's not someone else's flavor, no matter if someone else won't accept it or agree with it or not. It's your truth. If you're the person who cooked the potato salad and the potato salad is dry, no need of hiding your face and hiding your hands. You cook that potato salad dry or not on the dry potato salad now. Grandma might have something to say. Auntie might got something to say. Every kid that's there may say they don't want it. But at the end of the day, you brought your dish. Now there's work to be done on that dish. <laughs> there's some ingredients that was missing on that dish. But you brought it to the table. And that is the difference when you have someone who is on a journey and truly trying to learn, truly trying to grow. They may fall off course. They may not make everything match and make sense the way that everyone thinks that it should. But at the end of the day, it connects and it makes sense because they tried. We can work with trying. We can we can fix the wrongs once we try it. We might laugh about it, but we can fix it. But if you bring nothing to the table. How can you critique someone for not wanting you to be a part of it? How can you be upset when no one is allowing you to partner with it and be a part of it? So in this season of 
camaraderie amongst people. It's important that you understand that it's not the season itself that's lonely. What are you bringing into the season? Yes, you've been through pain. Yes, you've gone through some things. Yes, you may have had a few mishaps along the way, and this may be a season that makes you feel really down on yourself. But at the end of the day, what are you bringing different to the season to switch the energy behind it? Because that is some power that you have. If you're tired of going to a family gathering and everyone is talking about you never bring nothing, how do you change that energy? You bring something or you stop going, right? So at the end of the day, it's the same when you are connecting and you're trying to build your soul tribe and you're trying to build a tribe of people who get you and see you and feel you and really, really are on one accord with you. In order for that to happen, it's you who has to be on the same accord with them. How do you do that? Not by adjusting yourself falsely, but by bringing everything you are to the table. Good, bad, or indifferent. We are literally a month and a half away from an entirely new place in our lives. And if you're blessed to make it there, you cannot bring the same thought processes and the same hindrances that you have carried with you for 10 years plus into a whole new decade. Because if you do, that says more about you than it does about anything that has ever afflicted you. And that is when you have to be honest with yourself and just accept that you're stuck. There isn't any inspiration. There isn't any tools. There isn't any nudges. There isn't any strength that God can do to push into you to do anything different than what you've already done. Because at this point in your life, you're aware. When you become aware of where you need to change or what needs to shift and you choose to stay where you are because it's comfortable or because it doesn't appear to be the way that you want it to appear when you think it should, that becomes a choice, not a mishap. You're steering those things in your life because you refuse to switch gears. So many of us are on these journeys and When we feel good, we want the change. When we don't feel good, it's fuck the change. But that's not how the universe and God works. Like he gives you what frequency you put out. It doesn't switch like you do. It's giving you what you give out. Your dharma is your life purpose. Your karma is what you're reaping from what you've put out. So you have to live your life and you have to prepare as if what you have is on its way. You're meeting it. When you do that, your life changes drastically. Not only does your life change, but your energy change. Those that you attract change. Your perspective of life changes and your life becomes yours all over again, brand new. And then voila, your table becomes filled with so many different things you forgot We're even in the kitchen to put that on the table. And then you can make a choice on what stays and what goes. Who comes and sits down and who has to leave. That's when you can dictate that. But you can't dictate that if you haven't put everything on the table. 
You can't invite six people to come sit at your table and you only have a space for two. Because you have the other four chairs in the kitchen in hideout. No, bring the chairs out, sit them out here and let's pick and choose who you want to sit here once you've laid it all out. We have been in a constant, constant shift of transitions since January 1st. And I have news for you. When January 1st, 2020 comes, it's going to be that plus more. This year has been high gear for a reason because next year is your reaping season in abundance, even more so than this reaping season we're in now. Harvest season has just begun. It doesn't end when autumn ends. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, baby. It, you, you've stepped into your seed sowing now. This is what you're reaping back. So it's about switching your perspective, switching your mindset and looking at everything as a sense of healing, being vulnerable, transparent, translucent, open, free of anything that's holding you back. You have to let it all out. So that the changes and the shifts that are needed to occur can So that the things that are needing to be fixed can be fixed. So the things that need to evolve can. They can't do that if you're still holding back the ingredients that need to go in it so that everything can be out there in the open. So this daily dose of energy was just a. Something that was on my spirit and almost like an extension of the newsletter. You are building a table. But even though the foundation of it is spiritual, there's so many other elements that have to go into what is on this table. The table is just the foundation. There's mind, body, and physicality, emotions. That have to go into this. So there are different parts of you. That you have to dissect. That you have to pick apart. That you have to be aware of. In order to release. Once you are able to see yourself in totality. That's when everything comes to fruition. That's when things begin to work for you. So if you feel like you're at a place and you're stuck. Things aren't going the way you are. You've been on a spiritual journey all this time. Yeah, but spiritual is just the foundation. There are parts of you that you haven't addressed. That is the reason why everything is at a standstill. I will post another daily dose of energy tomorrow. And... I hope that this one, it, it, for, for some reason, it was on my spirit to, to say so. For some reason, someone needed to hear this. I hope that it connects and resonates with whom it's supposed to whenever you hear it. Um, and I will be back on my daily dose of energy, normal, elemental guidance on tomorrow.
I may do it today. I don't know. But this was something that you all needed to hear. Okay. So this has been your daily dose of energy. Until tomorrow. Bye.